And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week. It just does a whole segment just for her, just so I can spend more time with a pretty gal <laughs> in, a, in my office, in my studio. Uh -huh. So sure. welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah. So the spring season, it feels like <laughs> things are going. So it's like people are starting to come in. It's, mm -hmm. it's crescendoing. It's starting to go. <clears throat> and then by, uh, I don't know, the end of this month, it's like, Mayhem! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so we switched all the uh, garden classes to Fridays Friday. at three instead of Saturdays mm -hmm. morning, just because the facility literally just won't handle right. that amount of traffic. Mm -hmm. Gardeners and a class, and so it takes a prep so we can spend more time with the students and answer questions without the pressure of we need to fit the parking lot, boss. What's going on? Stop so, talking. I know. <laughs> It gets to that sometimes. So they'll be Friday afternoons until the end of April. Right. Then we can take a break yep. during the peak of the season and come back in June. Yep. June, June. Uh, 10th or 14th. I okay. have to look. It's on our website, checkwatersgardencenter.com. <laughs> there you go. That's where you kind of look. But it, it's mm -hmm. it will start back so the facility every day won't handle class. And mm -hmm. just we just had to take a break. And the team, yeah. I want tired. them focused on gardeners. Yeah. I don't want them focused on... Clearing out the greenhouse, setting up chairs, just 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 help customers yep. put put better plants in. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So what do you have for us? So what's going on? <laughs> so we do. We've had many trucks arriving. Uh, spring is definitely in full gear, I would say, and I think we're safe to plant. I do too. That being said, always watch the weather. Well, but I think we're safe to plant. So we've been getting um, a lot of annuals in. So those plants that. One season, one and done, but they're beautiful throughout that season. Yeah. But we're also getting some nice perennials in. So most of your perennials tend to be more heat loving, but we have a nice selection of ones that are coming in now that are beautiful. And yeah. I, I brought in a few to show everybody. So I, we've gotten some really cool lavenders in. So I brought those. Those are in funky. I've never seen the white one. That's what yeah. is that? Is that a ghost or what is that? So oh. this is a Spanish lavender. This is the white. I always, I don't know if it's Havilland, Javelin, Javelin, Javelin. You're just thinking Havelina. I know. You're not trying to. I'm. i This is not boarded. Hispanic. This, you, you pronounce <laughs> the J's in in botan. Bot so bot this is a white Javelin Spanish lavender. So you can Very see the cool. tips of it. It's got a little bit of lavender color in the blossom, but the tips are white. So very, very unique. Yeah. Uh, nice to mix out there with some of your dark purple lavenders. Gives you a really nice contrast for that. Um, the other one that I really like, so this is Ghostly Princess. The name's kind of funky, but... Sounds terrible. Sounds like the, Dracula would grow it or something. Ghostly the Princess. The foliage on it is kind of a silvery... That's true. Cool. Uh, silvery gray foliage with a light uh, lavender blossom on it. Just it's got a pink... It's got yeah, a pink, I guess tip it is to it, more pink, pink feather to it. Yeah. So it's really nice ones to contrast with those dark purple lavenders that we have. So traditional. <laughs> so these are Spanish. Both are Spanish. Mm -hmm. And so Spanish is the one you see on the front of magazines. It's got the great big flower head mm -hmm. with the like a bumblebee. Uh, like a bumblebee. Yeah, it's hovering above it. Mm -hmm. There's also French lavender. Mm -hmm. That's the one you do mainly the um the, the fragrance of potpourri it's got more oils in it. Right. And then there's English lavender, which mm -hmm. is the great big bolt. That's the landscape variety. Right. It's got more wispy, thinner. The foliage is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's also hardier. 
right. it takes the cold and weather this kind of winter the 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 english are going to come back in a heartbeat because yeah. they're used to cold damp dreary yeah. landscapes french and spanish like bright hot weather kind of stuff yeah they're perfect for those really hot areas yeah. in your yard in front of a retaining wall uh wherever you got a really hot spot that is perfect for lavender so, so i definitely recommend javelin javelin forte white and you have ghostly princess Spanish lavenders, right. two of them. Plus, we've got the traditional. We've got some Munsteads in. We got some Goodwin Creek in, which are the more traditional English lavenders. Um, so I also brought. This is really pretty. This is uh, Nipita, otherwise known as Cat Mint. Yeah. So this is another one that's just great for hot spots in the yard. <laughs> it's so big, it's taking up the camera. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. We'll try to. It's a here. nice kind of more low growing. Um, Makes a nice mound, I would say. Probably 18 to 20 inches is how far it spreads out. Just perfect for those spots that nothing else has been able to grow in. Animal resistant. It's in the herb family. Yep. So it is animal resistant. We have this one actually in the landscapes at the garden center, which the javelinas go through. They ravage. All the they time. They ravage, yep. And they do not bother yeah, this definitely. at all. So if you've had a trouble spot before, this is perfect to throw in there. Normally, this would be in bloom in April. So ours, mm -hmm. I just cut ours back real yeah. hard uh, last weekend, I think. Mm -hmm. So I cut it way back. And underneath all that matted, you know, old There's last year's growth, growth it's already up four inches. Mm -hmm. So it's usually it would be in bloom by now. But I think just by cutting back the old last year's foliage, exposing it to this kind of weather that's mm -hmm. coming right now the sun and the warmth. it'll be in bloom in two yeah. weeks and it will stop it will not stop blooming through the season this is one mm -hmm. that benefits if you if you cut it back or deadhead it uh in in the peak of the spring when it's done blooming then then fertilize it it'll come right back into bloom oh, yeah. again you okay. can have this thing bloom four or five times up until a hard frost oh yeah it's Easily. amazing Easily. every yard should have at least mm -hmm. one catmint or what's the botanical on that? Napita. Napita, not Pita. That's a good <laughs> name. Ah, Napita. If I had another son, I'd name him Napita. No, yeah. That would be bad. Uh, yeah. Also good for container gardening. So if you're not into throwing stuff in the ground, excellent on the edge of a, of a large container. Kind of spill over and be really pretty there, too. So what is your absolute favorite? You can only have one. You're going to a desert island. You and your plant. It's going to be a perennial. What would be the one perennial you'd take on a desert island with you? I don't know. Just name one. First one that comes to mind. Ooh, I can't do it. I'm out. Really? <laughs> I'd go, I would go autumn sage. Oh. Uh, for me. Yeah. Salvia gregii, just because it blooms a long time. <laughs> Hummingbirds love it. It would bring in the butterflies. It would That's just true. be a great little plant. It gets knee high. It doesn't take much care. If I only had one. And I wanted to sip coconut juice on my beach on my private island by myself for the next mm -hmm. five years. It would definitely be autumn sage. That's a good one. That's a good pick. There, you no, nope, that's mine. <laughs> you can bring one you know yourself. What I like I like the centranthus. Oh, that's uh, interesting. I just it just blooms so crazy. Long. That's uh, Jupiter's beard, right? Jupiter's beard. So that's a native. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good choice. Oh, thank you. Yep. So that's a good hardy, easy to care for mm -hmm. hum, hummingbirds again. Right. Love it. Love that. Do we have Centranthus? We have uh, lots of hot or salvias in okay. autumn sage. Yep. Centranthus, not yet, not yet. but it's coming. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely coming. So that's a good native plant that you should have in your yard. Perennial. Mm -hmm. That uh, ours is already up. 
again, I cut everything back. All the perennials got back last week and now it's already up ankle high. Mm -hmm. And within two weeks, it'll be blooming covered in pink flowers mm -hmm. and it won't stop until next winter. Right. And then it's one that, that reseeds throughout the yard, kind of like Gallardia. Mm -hmm. It just keeps reseeding or blanket flower. There's right. They call it, the common name's blanket flower because eventually it's going to blanket <laughs> your yard with this beautiful right. sunflower type type flower mm -hmm. that blooms nonstop. Yeah. And animals don't eat them. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Pack rats are our nemesis in the backyard. Oh, I know. Cavalina in the front. <laughs> and neither one bothers either one. The, uh, um, lavenders. Catmint, Jupiter's beard is a common name. Was the, the other salvia. Salvias. They don't bother any of Not those. Not at all. Amazing. Yeah. All right. So that's it for this segment. Perennials. You can put perennials in now. Oh, yeah. You can enjoy the fragrance, the color, the beauty now. Mm -hmm. And not have to worry about covering them or what's going to happen down the road. Ken and Lisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, will be right back after this.